I mean, it doesn't matter. I've lost everything, so. Hey, you. All is lost. Assets, equity, pride, esteem. The cat's still around, though. That didn't. Oh, that's good. No, that was just um. (laughs) Being dramatic last podcast. People were worried. People were worried. Welcome back to the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. I am your host, Luke Neer. Sitting next to me, to my left, actually taking Guthrie's seat for the day because it's what? What New Year is it? Lunar New Year? It is. Okay. He likes to celebrate. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Person to my left. I'm sitting next to Luke Neer. This is Vegas Mike. Here in the house with the ACC B-Ball D-Gens. That's Dr. Vegas Mike to you. <laughs> with a PhD. They, they don't trust me with the MD. They don't trust me with the sharp objects. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final member of our trio today, our triad. Taylor Pilkington, pleased to be here. It's, oh, it's nice to meet you, sir. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you have any TED Talks prepared for today? I don't. Taylor you know, Talks. We, we probably needed a break from those. What's well, okay. Man. We're going to get the return of Mike's mid-major minutes. And plenty of other action to to get to. We're going to review the wonk Saturday. I think we finally hit the weird Saturday this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. watch too much basketball on Saturday, but I watched <laughs> yeah. a tremendous yeah, amount right. last week in the midweek and before we just came in here. And yesterday as well. I've, I've been glued in the midweek. It's what's getting me through these days of February now. Yeah, dude, it is such a grind right now. It is it is a grind for people watching basketball. Are you talking about life or no, I think <laughs> basketball is the escape. I don't think it's the grind. Dude, I I think it's a grind right now. I I mean, I look, I love college basketball, okay, but this is the time of year where I think that it really kind of drags for a lot of fans out there. It They're is, just like waiting for it to get to March Madness. It is tough. In the last week alone, I feel like I watched Virginia Tech play Louisville like 20 times. <laughs> I watched yeah. that matchup like over and over. See, I look forward to conference championship week. I think even more than the first weekend. Yeah, really? Because it's oh wait, tomorrow I get to see the exact same team play who just won. Right, right, right. Oh. right? Or no, if you're watching that. your team, it's like, oh wait, oh, they won. I get to watch them tomorrow. I, you wake up the next morning, there's another game for your team. That's I mean, why, I will I, I will like say that. that the conference tournaments are great because it, it actually does feel like the culmination of like a big, you know, full year. Whereas like the March Madness weekend, it's going to be such a crapshoot. Like it, it takes so much luck to win the NCAA mm-hmm. championship. Ugh. Such a, such a weird championship. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So I believe I've said that on the podcast before. Probably at least seven to eight times. Discovered <laughs> for the man who's made it a yearly tradition to go out to Vegas or to some sports book and, and wager on this randomness every year it's the best thing ever every year let's get into I, the team that, of the week. isn't that why the podcast started i like to think this is why the podcast started was that you guys were celebrating me traveling to vegas every single See, year i i think that we created vegas mike here yes yeah. he wasn't going to be a, an <laughs> original member he never existed and then he said i don't know anything about basketball just call me and i'll talk about gambling yeah, I was so that's, that's right. So I called. We called him up on the phone. I didn't know your last name. I, I forgot to ask Taylor. He's like Mike. You know my my brother-in-law Mike. Yeah, let's call him up. <laughs> so I had his number. And, that is and what then, I said. And then I said I don't know what to call him. So I just called you Vegas Mike. And that's, that's right. how I was born. So. Yeah, that's right. If you go back to the very first episode, you can hear me talking on the phone in my basement, talking about long shot odds 
um, for the NCAA yeah. tournament. Don't go well, back and listen to the first episode ugh. or any of season one, folks, I, because I, we're all talking <laughs> over each other. We're all agreeing and saying, yeah, 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 good point. We still do that <laughs> all no the time. There's no arguments. There's, yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm going to start a new segment every week where I just make up a different origin story for Vegas Mike. <laughs> you know, this week I'm going to tell you that I was in the desert in Nevada and a giant tiger's mouth made of sand opened up. I walked in, walked through piles of treasure with my mm. uh, trusty monkey companion wearing a hat and a vest. This is more like a Walton story, not a, not it's a, a lot. I didn't really see. It's, I, it's the opening of Aladdin. I envisioned it more like the beginning of T2, where I just emerged. <laughs> like, Anyways, I found naked. the lamp. I rubbed the lamp. Out, out popped Vegas Mike. In right. the sphere, you know. And then yeah, he said, Exactly. You, Thank you. He said, yeah. You have three wagers. <laughs> Wager wisely. <laughs> and I said, I'll take the over and the points. It did not end well for me. Oh, that's That was pretty funny. Mm. You surprise me with your humor sometimes. It kind of hurts you're to hear growing, you say that. You're growing on me. You're growing on me. All right, so what are we doing today, Luke? We're going to talk about, we're going to start with the team who's emerging. Mm. Like T2. Uh I, I don't know what character. Who, which character? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no not, not like liquid that. courage. Not liquid courage. The not liquid actual metal machine. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The and that would machine. be the North Carolina Tar Heels. Oh man, they're they have been tremendous. They just shellacked NC State. We can talk about NC State a little bit, or they're in the process of shellacking them. They have 80 points with 12 minutes to go. That's ridiculous in Oof. regulation. Oof. Now they have 84 with 10:18. They must have put the foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. They're up mm-hmm. by 19, though. I think they're going to win. Anyway, they went into the Yum Center and took down the Mac attacks by 10, which is a real thing. We need to stop pretending that's not a real thing. You mean th- this the- Louisville Cardinals team? Louisville's good. Yeah, they're excellent. Yeah, they're the last team to beat North Carolina, and it was, what, a month ago? And they the biggest home loss for UNC. And I was thinking about mm-hmm. this ever earlier today. At the beginning of the season, I had North Carolina second in the league. Did you? Behind that, Virginia. That's a good call. And I had Duke third. You decided to change your pick from Syracuse, which I think is wise, <laughs> last week and say North Carolina is going to win the, the league. Or right. two weeks ago. Right. Might have been, might, two, maybe three weeks ago. Two I weeks can't ago. remember. But I had always wanted to pick North Carolina to finish first. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to go with Syracuse. And then I flipped Syracuse not a great idea. and UNC. No, it wasn't a great idea. I'm learning just not to go with Syracuse ever. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're Today, pretty... Today, again, I'm getting another lesson in that. All right, Unpredictable. But, I mean, I don't think anybody can stop North Carolina from scoring anymore. Mm. It's just not going to happen. I mean, goodness gracious, 103 against Virginia Tech. And that's a Virginia Tech defense, which is very solid. 79 at the Yum Center. 85 at Miami. I mean, the recent run they've been on is just, it. I don't know. And there's a path for them. There is a path. Look at this. I mean, they get Virginia at home, mm-hmm. and Virginia's coming off an emotional win or loss against Duke on Saturday. So that's a Saturday to Monday turnaround. And they're going to be at home on Saturday, so they don't have to travel in between there. Right. That's a nice setup. And then if they take one of the Duke games... I mean, they should be smooth sailing. Look at the rest of the schedule. Yeah, the rest of it looks really good. I mean, at Wake, win, Miami, win, which uh, which would be, um, of course, the next game for them. Florida State at home, win. Syracuse at home, unless the dark arts come out in full force, win. Win at Clemson, 
They never lose to Clemson and then at BC and then Duke. I mean, there's the path for them to win the league. Yeah, it's set up for the greatest, you know, ESPN yeah. fireworks show ever, March 9th when they play Duke. The tobacco road to for win the, the league. Yeah, at the to end. win yeah. the league. Yeah, it's really setting up well for the, that. The thing that is crazy to me about the UNC this year is, I mean, UNC fans will hate that I say this, but like, I feel like they kind of fell off the radar for a while. At the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, they were ranked pretty highly, and everyone was excited. But well, the still, Kentucky loss really still yeah, well, hurts were, my feelings. Yeah. It they, really does. They I'm, were still, I'm still like, mad at you. I feel like you were a part of that. Well, <laughs> even right before that. So, like, they lost to Texas. They lost to Michigan. Some of the shine was off. They got dominated by Michigan. Then they came back and beat Gonzaga, and in that game, they looked really good. That was, like, the flashes of what oh. I think they could really be and mm-hmm. now are achieving. And then they immediately lose to Kentucky, and everybody's like, ah. UNC is canceled. They're done. And now, I mean, aside from that loss to Louisville, the only one they've had since then, I think it's really impressive. Like, the this weekend re- was a good example. They just control the entire game. And- I wanted to hang around, but I'll tell you where I started getting off the scent was when they played Notre Dame at home off the butt-whooping that they took from Louisville. They turn around and play Notre Dame at home. I'm like, well, they should. They need to show up here. Hard week of practice. Notre Dame has a lead in the second half. It's like mm-hmm. a one-possession game. I'm like, what's wrong with this team? Then they play at Miami. They struggle there some. And then I'm like, okay, we just just forget this. And then ever since then, they've been on a tear. Yeah, so, I mean, where, where do you guys see? I mean, where's the And Luke May's not even playing great. Yeah, no, he had 20 um, in his last game. But other than that, you know, kind of, what is he, averaging like 10 or 12 in ACC play? I, I think you what know? it is is – uh, they started playing Garrison Brooks like significantly more, and they they started their most used lineup includes Luke May and Garrison Brooks, and that's kind of like a more a callback to a more traditional two man big that Roy mm-hmm. likes to use. And in the earlier parts of the season, he wasn't really getting that. He wasn't really figuring out how to balance that with like Little, and then you know Kobe White had some growing pains, and then they kind of just put it all together with May and Brooks together, and then I think Little has been great doing things that are not just scoring now and right. when they can do that consistently it's it's like a totally different team and their defense has been a good surprise too i mean in the most recent games we're yeah. starting to get on the glass also right uh, yeah that was a big story from the Louisville game they just dominated them rebounding the ball and I, i'm gonna say one more thing i mean i think kenny williams has really turned it around i mean i think he's shooting 40 percent over his past six games um, from three, which is huge, huge for UNC. They really need that to stretch the floor. And Kobe White is a surprise from three as well. I mean, I, I don't think people expect him to be expect him to be a great three point shooter, but he's been he's been really serviceable as a compliment to Cam Johnson. Makes a lot of big shots. Something else I'll say: the Carolina coaching staff really knows how to teach its bigs how to be quick off the floor. Mm. It's not just a Luke May thing. It's not just a Bryce Johnson thing. It's it's a trend that's been around for years and years and years and, and you're seeing that with not just the bigs just players in the interior grabbing a quick rebound and going straight back up mm-hmm. and i don't know if you credit sean may to that or hubert davis i'm assuming may is the guy who deals with the bigs for the, for the most part but that's yeah oh that's an excellent point i mean those bigs do have bounce and they're, they're not they're not slow-footed yeah you? it's also kennedy meeks's birthday today taylor no Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, I wish you would have told me. I would have reached out. Hit him up out. on Twitter. Hit didn't him up lo- on Twitter. Didn't you love that, Mike? You and I were having a conversation. Taylor's completely zoned out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was. I'm staring down at his I'm reading thumb. recaps of The Bachelor over here. <laughs> and you guys are... <laughs> and then all I have to say is, it's his birthday. And boom. Uh, yeah. 
Kennedy Meeks. Kennedy Meeks is like the holy grail of podcast guests. Yeah. I usually oh, don't care about, you know. You know, what's the time zone in Greece? I mean, or is he like playing in like Fort Wayne somewhere? Where, where is Kennedy right now? Well, you guys look it up. You guys look it up. I, sh- I almost think the Sterling Manley injury was good for the Star Heels team. I think they found their rhythm a little bit without him. You I know, think that, you're right. Those are, those are kind of some wasted minutes when he was on the floor mm-hmm. earlier in the year. You talk about a big without bounce. That that's kind of Sterling Manley. No yeah, offense. They're they're quick like cats. <laughs> that's a lot on North Carolina, but I see the path, and it's there. Here's another question that I have for you two, which I was going over with a, another colleague earlier today. If you're going to p- pick a pluck a heel to put on the first team, who is it? It's not an obvious choice. I mean, mm-hmm. I have my choice, but I want to see what you have to say. I, mean, I still I've been in love with Kobe White all year. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with him. <laughs> I I think Cam Johnson is definitely the most deserving. Yeah. But I I think that Cam or um Kobe White is, is the most significant. So I'd stick with Kobe. If I had to pick one, just I I don't even know if I would put any of them on right now. Maybe alone, but it would be Cam Johnson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I pick Johnson too because he's fifty forty ninety. No fifty forty eighty right now. Yeah. Ooh. It's huge. Fifty forty eighty. Man, that's like the pinnacle. That's like Kevin Durant. I mean. He's and not just a soft 40, 48. That's ludicrous. That's almost 50. How is he not on the first team? Never never forget that Luke May was the preseason player of the year. And I was all I had even written out in our podcast notes getting ready to for Louisville to beat UNC so I could talk about how Jordan Moore should have been that that player of the year pick instead of Luke May and didn't work out for me, but I think he's got a case to get on the team. I think he should be first team all ACC. And it took you, I think, nine weeks to pronounce his name correctly. Yeah, it took me a long time. <laughs> it took you a long time to drop the N. Where I'm, I'm fumbling through this. So okay. there's still a lot to be determined. I'm a visual have, learner. You have the Carolina representative. You have Zion. You, I mean, War. Why not? Yeah, why not? And then, is it Barrett and a Virginia rep? Is that the yeah? The rest of it? Yeah, I think Duke gets two on there just because of Barrett's volume, and I I guess it's Ty Jerome. It depends on how many games he misses here. If he's gonna miss three, four, maybe maybe he doesn't make it. I don't know. Maybe it's Hunter. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's, it's Hunter. either Hunter or Jerome. Yeah. <sighs> Kyle guys played better than both of them. Though. He he has, but he kind of has disappeared in a couple games, and I don't know. I think the the voting will will skew to. A, well, should we review briefly the game that Mike and I just felt so passionately about, which was <laughs> NC State, Virginia, just for a 30-second review? Sure. I can't believe that happened. First of all, <laughs> when, when it turned into a 14-point lead, I'm like, all right, here it comes. Here comes the foot on the throat. Break them. Right. And then all of a sudden, strange things started happening. Weird turnovers out of place, discombobulation. Then all of a sudden, we're in overtime. And right. I could just picture you in front of your <laughs> whatever device. <laughs> You're doing just that. Just cackling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was so happy. <laughs> when NC State, there, I think they were up one with like whatever, 50 seconds left. I was like, oh, is now the time to kind of stoke the fire and text Luke? And I oh. held back and thank goodness. I did. I mean, they ended up losing it in overtime. Markel couldn't even miss the free throw at the end of the game to give us a yeah. shot. <laughs> um, but, you know, the foul by Hunter there on the three, I was a little surprised by that. Um, but anyways, yeah, I didn't even think NC State played that well. Well, I just think <laughs> NC State's bad, and that's yeah. a ba- not a good sign for Virginia. And then they didn't look good against Miami. They've certainly been out. bad recently. But yeah, at the same time, after the game... Bennett just said, we are in full grind mode, and we need a break. And they did yeah. get the bye week at a good point they did to recharge the battery. So they get two days off. Well, I mean, tracking back to yesterday was their second day off. And then they're back into practice uh, 
approaching Duke and North Carolina. So we'll see if they revert back to normal Virginia. We're going to run away with games by double digits or if they continue to trend in the direction they're trending. Yeah. That's a fascinating storyline for Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they two non-covers for Virginia after what absolutely dominating yeah. against the spread. So I um what what I guess we're I feel projecting like I was a part Duke, of that. That Duke line, I think that they're expecting what? A Virginia minus three. three. I mean, I know Ken Palm has it at minus five right now, but I think it's be a minus three game. Whew. Also, I did look. You guys know I love StubHub as a barometer of game greatness or desirability and, uh, you know, stadium factor. And I tell you, man, I looked all across, all across the NCAA this weekend. There's no hotter ticket, obviously, than Duke, Virginia. Going for, on average, $780 for a seat. Man, I might have to sell my credential just to get, you know, get back in the black. <laughs> Absolutely. Really? We could use that money. I, got, I have a place for that money. <laughs> Let's oh, talk no. about Seton Hall. No, I'm just <laughs> no, Whatever uh, you do, bet against all Big East teams, even when playing one another. Let's talk about Lipscomb Moneyline. That's what I'm talking about. Dude. Let's get, get into Virginia Duke briefly because this is going to be the only time we get a crack at it. Part two, adjustments to be made. Trey Jones will be involved. Does that turn the needle? Dickie V and Shulman were drooling today over Trey Jones, and thank God Hubie Brown was around. It was Hubie, right? Yes, Hubie. That's right. Thank goodness he was around just to provide actual analysis and point out interesting developments in <laughs> strategy. And, oh, look at Popovich. He's getting everything he wants down there with that little baby hook. Meanwhile... Dick and Schumann, look at Trey Jones heating up the <laughs> ball again. He's got tentacle. I mean, just like settle down. People I mean, have you never kid. watched yeah. Patrick Beverly before? Have, have you never seen somebody guard tightly? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and then at the halftime, somebody said he's the most important player on Duke, and I almost just uh, gagged on whatever I was <laughs> like. Okay, all right. We well, you know that's more important than Williamson. That's since fine. He missed the games earlier in the season. That's that's like the kind of like insiders narrative, quote unquote, that people are pushing. I mean, you say is Trey is Trey Jones going to be the most important no, player? Will he be a factor? But but the big the question needle. is, will Ty Jerome play? That's, that's right. the bigger question. If Ty does not play, I think Duke has a very good chance to win. If he does play, I think Virginia wins. Really? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That that flat out. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's the that's. Well, here's another thing. Duke's been playing a lot of these big games at home recently, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even remember. I seeing feel play like a big Barrett is red. not going to get all these. He draws contact mm-hmm. consistently. I think he's going to get more charging charges called against him away from Cameron. I think he's going to get more player control fouls against him, and that's gonna that could affect the game if he get, racks up three. Hmm. I mean. Right. If you think I think about- Zion's pretty good at um, his body control, but I think Barrett is just bulling a china shop sometimes, and Duke still can't shoot, so that's the trouble for them. That's the trouble. I, I think if you if you look back at the first game, both teams scored not easily, but at will. easily, at will. Both at teams will. scored at will. And it, who do you think that's going to translate more for in this game? And to my mind, it's a little bit easier to transfer for Virginia, only because I think... Duke has to choose to let them shoot some threes and get into their offense or do what they did last game and kind of push them out and let them get like open drives to the basket, which mm-hmm. they took all the time. Whereas if Duke loses a couple of those foul calls, maybe they don't get to the basket so much differently. Uh, you know, their whole game 
could could swing. And I see that as more likely than them suddenly shooting 40% from three-point range when they're a team that cannot shoot three-pointers really that well. Yeah, I mean, they didn't shoot it well in the last game. Especially Duke. on the road. I mean, they shot it from three. They were two of 14, but, um, you know, from three. But the main thing is, you know, Duke's 57 out of their 72 points were Barrett and Zion. Right. Last game. I mean, and that was just pretty much, from what I saw, one-on-one isolation ball, you know. It is, yeah. And, and so that, to me, seems very repeatable. Um, you know, unless Tony Bennett comes up with a way – to discourage that. And it seemed like Bennett even knew that that was coming last time. And what they were doing is they were almost, they were chipping on Zion Williamson with Hunter, with Salt. You saw a lot of these kind of like chips at the free throw line, chips as he would get in the paint. And he just like ran through those. Um, yeah, the and slides were not it, very good. It was crazy. Um, so I, I don't well, know. To me, that seems very repeatable. So I, I would be a little leery of assuming that, uh, that Duke won't be able to still have those same, well, Duke those also, same results. They shot 31 free throws in that game, mm-hmm. which is a 58% free throw rate. And they their average is 34, which is just like NCAA average. So if they do anything, they're not going to shoot 31 free throws You're in, right. at You're JPJ. Right. That's, that's just the way it works. That's and, a home court advantage. You, right, yeah. exactly. You can secondly, like it or not like it. That's just the way the world works. It's yeah. not the case for Virginia. Duke hasn't played in an environment like they're going to see. I mean, that might there might be a little shock value there. It's it's going to be live. I mean, yeah, it's going to be live. They live. played at the Donald L. Tucker Center, but I mean, I'm sorry, that's not quite the same. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I Love hear you, you, Florida State fans. Not quite the same. <laughs> I've been to both buildings. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm no, J- JPJ is loud. It is a loud environment. That, those, that's those the only Charlottesville road, fans will be. That's the only over. real road game they've played this year because they played at Pitt. And come on, at Notre Dame, get out of here. At Wake. Wake. Yeah. <laughs> Even the Wake. Texas Tech game is in Madison Square Garden, and yeah. that is a home game, really, for um, for Duke there. And the rest of them are in Hawaii. If Virginia shoots well, I think the they've Lahaina got a great chance. Civic Center. But we shall see. That's, we shall see. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, this brings me to a good point. The The other case for Duke is just they, they beat Virginia routinely. That's the case for Duke right now. They yeah. just know, I mean... And that brought me to another topic I want to talk about. They're also playing a lot better than UVA. Who owns who in the ACC? Oh, okay. Ownership. Oh, I like this. Ownership, okay. Pwned. Because I'm I'm taking in Virginia Tech, Louisville. I had no idea that Buzz has never defeated Louisville ever since. um, He's never won against Louisville, ever. A game. Virginia Tech has never won a game against Louisville in uh, the 21st century. Did he win when when they were both in the Big East? Marquette. Days? Yeah, Marquette. Louisville? I don't know. That's a good right, question. We'll have to go back and look. Yeah, but Louisville doesn't count. Owns he didn't Virginia have Tech. Then. So there's case number one, and that's a clear ownership. Haven't lost to him ever since joining the league. Yeah, a second ownership. Virginia Undefeated. owns Louisville. What are they nine and one against them? Agreed. Mm, they do. They're, okay. So even had the miracle comeback last year. Could, and everything could be goes, different with every, Chris Mack. Everything. Everything's going to keep cycling around. Duke has owned Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what is what is the record in recent years? Do you know off the top of your head? So Virginia won the ACC title game against the um, Jabari team, and then they won the Cameron game last year. Yeah, I would say it's like three and five or something and like then that. So they won idea. the Joe Harris game, and that's tracking all the way back to 2012. Yeah. I mean, I, so I saw for, Trey Jones's brother hit a couple deep like, threes against Virginia oh, I remember at that game. JPGA. Every I every that. UVA fan is still traumatized from that one game. Ooh, I I remember that. So that's, it's. I mean, it's like three and. Uh, I was gonna say nine. three and five, three and three and nine, oh, three yeah. and three and one, well, maybe not that much. But anyways, yeah, they they own them a bit. Yeah. 
And then we have the North Carolina Tar Heels who have um, sequestered property known as the Clemson Tigers. <laughs> what is their winning streak at Chapel Hill? Go back to, what is it, 38? Yeah. Games? How many games? It, what are we? It was, it was we 30. We 50? Or, I thought it was 30. Are we like close to 100? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't play there this year. That's why I'm upset. Yeah, that is, un- uh, that is unfortunate. I was hoping to get another one. Or see the streak snapped from, you know. That would, those those are nice little not? stats. I like that. What, yeah. what about in the state of Florida? I feel like Florida State probably has some random ownership over like If there's Wake anybody who, who does well against Duke, it might be FSU. They yeah. might have one of the highest winning percentages against Duke yeah. in the league. I can league. see that. I can see it's that. It's either them or Carolina, right? Hmm. Virginia also owns Notre Dame. That's another piece of property. They've never lost to them in the regular season. Yeah. Hmm. It's like Baltic Avenue. The hotel on it. We use a no. lot of real estate metaphors on this podcast. I recently. Yeah, I feel realized. like I feel like Syracuse leases property in Virginia, though. I tell it's you, they, they have they have a it's nice a time run share. It Virginia. seems like a good deal when you're there. They give you a free blender. Don't go and listen to them for a whole day. Don't own, suck own your vacation. Own your vacation. You're never going to use the points. The rooms are never as good as it looks. Just don't do it. We need to do more research on this and get back to you with more yeah. statistics. Yeah, but yeah, those were the the glaring ones for me. Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, the timeshare reference I like. I watched that Fire Festival documentary last night. Oh, on which one? Which one? There's I watched two. it Netflix. I know it's like a thing between Netflix and Hulu. I watched the one on Netflix last night. Oh man, what a shit show that was. <laughs> that could be you, Mike. I that did, could be you. That was the problem. I saw that dude and I was like, I oh, could do man, that. This this would be me. This would be me. <laughs> I would totally refuse to say, like, oh no, I don't know what I'm doing, and I would just keep pushing forward <laughs> yeah. until I had six thousand people I mean, coming to me. To tell concert. you the truth, we see it on this podcast. Oh no, Eastern Michigan's tournament team. Book them to the third weekend of the tournament. Uh, yeah, I might as well uh, write the check right now. Yeah, that's And then right, I'm like, right. oh, okay, yeah. Maybe he's right. I'll follow this man. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but every yeah, once in a while, you're betting like Loyola Ramblers futures in September. Right, And it right. really pays really off in a pays. big way. Mm-hmm. By the way, Loyola's making a run. If they beat Drake tonight, which I haven't seen I the score yet. I think they did beat Drake. I was... They, they were seven point five. I was actually watching some of that game. That's I did huge, not watch a, a minute game. of Pitt Wake. I think Wake actually won. Oh, Can you yeah. believe that? Well, Pitt's dead in the water. They're dead in the water. Got no oh, legs. I had such hopes for them. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, you know. All right, we're gonna talk about <laughs> our next topic, which is the fat middle of the ACC before we pick some games. Oh, there's a fat middle. There's a fat middle, baby. Double down. So to give a point of reference, we need to establish who the line is this week. Who's the line? It changes every week. <laughs> going, I went, last year, let's see, I started with Boston College, I switched to Pitt, now I'm going back to Boston College. No, no. Boston College is below the line. Yep. No. I, I think I think it's NC they State. They gave Duke a game today, didn't they? Yeah. I no, think they in, lost by 25. Did they end up losing by 25? They didn't lead at halftime, though. So. I was driving here, yeah, they, they were up at half. Is it NC State? Is it Florida State? Is it Georgia Tech? It's NC State. Georgia Tech is below. Anybody, Clemson, Georgia Tech, Boston College, all those teams you have to be embarrassed to lose to. NC State, they lose a couple more. Ugh, I, I mean. Yeah, they're on a cold streak. Well, pro- nobody loves NC State more than I do. I know. But- I proposed NC State as the line last week, and you said, how dare you? Well, now <laughs> I got to watch the special kind of ugly that happens with NC State and Virginia Tech, Ooh. which is. We haven't even talked about that. That should have been our I mean, lead. That is brutal. That's like your mother calling you and telling you, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's. I mean, it is just terrible. Uh, uh, that, I mean, 
So they are they are literally the line right now in the ACC. Yeah. I think they're they're four and five in the conference. They have let's see, seven eight teams above them, seven eight teams below them. Um, Florida State is only above them by they're they're four and four right now. Yeah, right, right. They just haven't lost yet. Right. Uh, and then every everybody above them immediately above them. Would you, would you like to know what's happening with the NC State Wolfpack right now? With three thirty seven to go in regulation, they're trailing one hundred seven to seventy nine. Mm. Okay. And my friend, okay, and my colleague Go who heels. is a Tar Heel, he's a North Carolina grad, okay, mm-hmm. class of two thousand nine, I believe, or eight. Okay. I get a text from him, and he says, "Dude, you know, dot dot dot." And I look up, and I'm like, "Okay, something must have happened." I'm like, "Well, North Carolina's at one oh seven, and there's still time left." Yeah. And then the next thing he t- texts me is. He's a Targaryen, Jon Snow, because he's just catching up on Game of Thrones. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, Yeah, but- somebody's like just ripping their earbuds out. <laughs> no, why? How dare you? You're <laughs> caught up by now. <laughs> you don't know. No, NC State can be the line. But let's go to the middle. Uh, these teams, well, above the line, for sure. Virginia Tech and Louisville. And then Syracuse... Slightly above the line, I, I believe. I think those three are very, the most interesting grouping for me to watch, really. Yeah, because they're they're all teams that will make the tournament, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. had to think they're all going to make the tournament, so they're all going to be in the mix when it, when it comes to March. So, you know, the question is, how, how do you approach them going forward, not only for the rest of the ACC year, but like going forward against the rest of the NCAA? You know, I was a little disappointed, and I was trying to find more information about Virginia Tech, and then the Robinson injury comes, and it really put a crack in the Louisville contest, because I'm like, okay, here's a good measuring stick, especially for Virginia Tech. They are at home, but then Robinson's not playing, and it just didn't turn out for them. Yeah, without Robinson, I mean, they're they're not the same team. I mean, not even close. So, you know, you got to have a healthy Robinson. I just feel like we still have an incomplete grade for Virginia Tech. Yeah. Yeah, it's still. I mean, we know they're good. They're they're a great. We just team. don't know. We don't know if they're great yet. I I think that they are. I, I define great. <laughs> I have I have very distinct levels. I define greatness as just top fifteen. Uh, <laughs> New Mexico State, you have great team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, I I, oh, I have really... so many memories. Like, oh no, but don't you worry, <laughs> Marshall. They are awesome. <laughs> they are. Awesome. <laughs> they were awesome. <laughs> John Elmore with yeah. no H. Just a J-O-N. Oh, did I tell you my Elmore story? I'll save this for after the pot. Good gracious. Well, no. Wait, do you, uh, no, do you actually I'll, 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 you can't say that. No, no, no. You no, can't no, just no, no, say no, 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 no. Wait, what is it? No, it's not that great. Okay. You saw him naked in the locker no, room No, no, stop it. He was, wearing, he was wearing a jock strap like an old man in the locker room, just stretching with his leg it's up on the bench. It's more of a bench. Dan Tony story, but uh, l- oh. uh, later, okay? Oh, no, that's no fun. Uh, well, is that a good segue for Mike's mid-major minutes? I think it is. All right, fine. You want you want a good mid-major minute? Let Bef- me tell you. Before we move on, to cap this up, who do we believe in the most of those three teams? Louisville, Syracuse, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Well, no, Louisville, sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, with the Robinson injury, it's got to be Louisville, right? God. Say I Syracuse. I can't help myself. Say Syracuse. Syracuse yeah. I can't help myself. Syracuse. Syracuse is now losing by 14 at home to Florida State with 310 to go. I really, I tell you, I really like Louisville this year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I just, I can't get off the Syracuse train, but I really need to. Is NC State going to make the, the tournament this year? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, so I mean, worried by their know, man. recent losses. I think their schedule is favorable towards the end. What do they have? The, they have the Auburn win. Penn State, if you count that, kind of. I don't know. 
No, you don't count that. Uh, Do you watch basketball anymore? I mean, they're okay. 64 and Ken Palm, that's decent. Okay, All right, fine. cue the music. Allow yeah, me, yeah. Hit, hit allow me to this. drop some knowledge on these folks. You know, in honor of upcoming March Madness, I got to drop some mid-major dimes for y'all. And, you know, in, in doing so, you got to pay for this, just like you have to uh, be a for-profit university. So let's talk about Grand Canyon for a second. I've talked about them at length. There's no... Gauchos. No, no, not quite mm-hmm. the gauchos. The antelopes. Oh, um, yeah. The lopes, baby. Yeah, no, the gauchos are uh, UC Santa Barbara. But the coached by Dan Marley. Not a lot of people know that. Grand Canyon has been coaching there since 2014. But a team that is one of the hottest in the country right now. Current, they've been 8-1 uh, and one against the spread over the past nine. Red hot. And they are currently led by, and this is what I like in mid-major, when you have two dominant players, they have Carlos Johnson, great guard, and Alessandro Lever. You're going to love him coming in March. I If they can somehow manage to get out of the tough whack, I like him in March. Oh, I say Dan Marley <laughs> might be the new... You're interrupting the minute. Oh, excuse me. It's over. No, it's now over. You can now talk. I can do it. Post minute, post show. Uh, Dan Marley's going to be the new uh, like Ron Hunter fall off the stool kind of guy, just because I think he's the closest to having an aneurysm on the sidelines of any coach I've ever seen. <laughs> no, 30, he just always looks red. He's 30, not yeah. having a heart attack. He just that's his natural he's skin. He's so tone. red. He's so angry. He's been he in never, Arizona forever. His tie is like perpetually choking well, him. Maybe he needs fantastic. to go to the Huggins brooch. Stool. Mm. Big baggy clothing. Sweatsuits. Oh, the sweatsuits. Sweat, oh, the full track And he suit. needs to live in the top floor of a hotel because that's what Huggins does. Does is that he what really? he does? <laughs> know that? No. no. I'm just full of information. You are <laughs> what hotel? Huh? I don't know. What I just kind know of he hotel? Li- he does it Al Capone style, the living in a hotel. The in, second floor of a Days Inn. In Morgantown? With, with exterior doors? I think so, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> this show is full of wonderful pieces of information. I hope it's folks. like a boutique and you know, boutique like little no, vintage. Dude, I hotel. can see I can no, see him I coming home, like drinking his cheap coffee, just in a robe, overlooking the highway, like over, <laughs> overlooking like I seventy six. Everything like, the light touches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like over like Breezewood or whatever it is that weird yes. like shady thing in West Virginia. Yes. Breezewood <laughs> is a town in West Virginia. Oh my! Oh man, but that's great news. Oh man! So wait, I wouldn't lie to you. So we don't have Guthrie, but I wonder how we did last week in our picks. Oh, I lost every. I lost every single pick. I'm every single sure. one we I, did. I don't think I have a chance to get the 500 this year after last week. Oh man, well we're. we're it was probably, a catastrophe. We're probably about that time, right, Taylor? Are we uh, are we about picking time? We're pi- let's pick. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna you can make it up all now. We're gonna keep chase. doing what I've been doing, what I did last week, what I did today, what I did yesterday, and I'm just gonna encourage the public and the listeners to go against me. Mm, I'm gonna do. Good. I'm not gonna shift. I'm not gonna change my philosophy because I want to profit our listeners. Yeah, that's right. So I'm gonna stay me, and you just go against me. That's my great. entire gambling philosophy is usually based off picking against you. <laughs> it has nothing to do with gambling. Just like well, okay, I find yeah. myself drawn to the opposite this position. Is, you, from you were the man who were down in Charleston. You were the man. I'm you were always, the one man no, who were down. And I mean this as this a compliment. I'm just drawn yeah. to you know opposing you. I think you were down like I don't know a couple hundred. What is the light without the darkness? 
Well, I was. I Taylor, guess the darkness won. That, okay. Taylor was down much more than a couple hundred in Charleston. He, he lost. He lost a lot. He did not come back the same man. Guys, I think he might have won one fifteen dollar live bet. I think that might have been it. As his was, tires guys, were squealing let's, on let's, the snow, he was let's like, "Let's not this rehash it? this, okay? Let's not rehash this." <laughs> You're talking about a man that walked to the Days Inn and Charles at a one one thirty seven a.m. Hey, you better like, be close to hugging there. Yeah, exactly. That's I gutted that trip out. Dude, okay. you did. I was really proud of you. You didn't complain either. It's just crazy. Okay. If there's right. ever time to make a rally. Clemson, your one-point favorite at Georgia Tech tomorrow night, Wednesday. Oh, man. You quick one. Quick one. Couldn't pay me to watch this game. Um, I, I think Clemson is really trying to get it together right now, but against Georgia Tech on the road, I think Georgia Tech puts the kibosh on that. Give me Georgia Tech plus one. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, I'd probably just take the money. Absolutely. Give me that passenger defense. I think it's going to be Clemson by a couple points here. All right. I like that. Let's Clemson, give Georgia Tech well money line. Recently. Give me Georgia Tech. Yeah, GT money line. James Banks. Me. All right. You know what? Yeah, I'll stick. Are you going to change it? it? Next okay. one: Notre Dame at Miami, also Wednesday night. Miami, your three <sighs> Talk point about favorites. A game I don't want to watch. Notre Dame at Miami. I said, you know what? Uh, no, he, Mike Bray doesn't lose that game. I'm going to go Notre Dame. They, they might have no. found a little bit of something with that win at Boston College. Yeah. So, yeah, you also had a really bad day. Did I? <laughs> oh, you mean for my Saturday picks on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was real bad. We're struggling. Yeah. What's next? What? Don't tell that's me about that, the past. That's Saturday. Oh, What's next? Yeah, that's right. I have to get in my pick of the Hurricanes here. I believe in Jim Larinaga. Release, okay. release the butterflies. Well, they're one and eight. All right, we'll skip to the the headliner for Saturday: Duke at UVA. Official official picks time. So you're going to use the five point line. Can Let's, we use the three point yes, line? Yes, we'll we use the tie Jerome. We'll go three points. Let's assume Jerome corollary. Is what, what would you call it? What the, you know? What's you know? What's uh, Pythagorean theorem? You know, give me a math term. You know, if some so and so. Oh, like a proof. If, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a clause. The Ty Jerome clause. I'm a Let's do that. Okay, there we go. Right, That's what I was right. looking for. So if Ty Jerome plays, yes. who do you like? UVA. UVA by three. Yeah. All right? Same. Same? Duke. Okay. Good. For me. Okay. If Ty Jerome does not play. Okay. UVA. Oh. Oh. By a raised eyebrow <laughs> from Vegas Mike. It'd probably be a pick at that point. Two raised eyebrows. Duke. UVA. <laughs> I love it. You're the worst That's Ty Jerome. He's always been overrated. Yeah. Hey, man, if I have to watch Ty Jerome take another last shot for UVA, I'm going to gouge my eyes out. Man, give, give it to someone else. All right. The pride of New Rochelle. Well, he did That's kill Duke. From, right? He buried him in Cameron. He what? did? I remember last that. Last year? Was, right. was that two years ago or last that was year? Last yeah, year. I remember that. All right, we've got a good one in Tallahassee, ladies and gentlemen. On Saturday. Let's go there next. That is, that is a good one. at Florida State. Louisville looking to be the one-point favorite. Mike's so happy he might have to hire a babysitter. Yeah. This is my lock of the week. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We're still what, doing what, that. What do we have? So right now it's Louisville minus one is the line. Correct. Dude, Florida State money line all day. Louisville That's does, a bold money line. Louisville, wow, one Louisville point? Not, yeah, no, one point. <laughs> yeah. Louisville did not go down there. I... I there's no way. There's no way. Florida State. I can't bet against well, the Max, as, man. Yeah, I can't as soon do as you it. said that, my choice was made. No, you pick Florida State. So I'm, gonna, no, I'm taking okay. Louisville. I'm in on this team. No way. They don't have an answer for Cobb and Gelly. Yeah, give me Florida there. State. You think Malik Williams is going to 
He doesn't want to have to guard down low, man. He he loves shooting what the three. Dwayne Sutton will will check that those guys Dude, down low. What is Dwayne Sutton like? Six five? Yeah, he's a massive man though. He he is. He's he's thick. And he played tremendously in the Blacksburg one. The, the real I was very proud of him. The real difference is if Stephen Enoch has a good game, then Louisville will win. Mm-hmm. He had he kind of disappeared uh, against UNC, and that hurt a lot. So mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's their guy. Florida okay. State, man. Lock of the week. C- Cunningham has been amazing. Might be, I mean. Yeah, Christian Cunningham. I tell you, Samford would have Sanford would have had a hell of a, ge- hell of a team this year if, uh, if all their <laughs> players didn't transfer. Look at you. <laughs> I'm serious. I think about Samford. I They're still good. It is, they did have a lot of transfers out. They had Wyatt Walker. Yeah, the they had a ton. Yeah. It's good program. It was a great program. It still is. It still is. Yeah, they're like 14 and 9. <laughs> But who's counting? <laughs> well, we also have Clunkfest. Let's go to Clunkfest in the Northeast. This Syracuse team who continues to just, I don't even know, you know, pierce it in the, in the, like, the ribs and then twist a little bit and then mm-hmm. let it out, let the dagger out, mm-hmm. and then you're not dead. You're still walking around. And th- this team, I don't know what's wrong with them. I've never seen somebody go on so many bad runs and then good runs, you know, Really lopsided run, one way back the other way, and then eventually, I mean, they're seven and two. They're going to be seven and three in moments. But yeah, I predicted them to be eight and two at this point. Was hoping for nine and one, but man, they're about to hit the toughest stretch of well, all it's teams in the ACC. But they have Boston College coming to town. That's always a good thing. Ugh. How many? How many are they going to be giving? I think Taylor's got it posted here at ten. Ten might go up to eleven. <sighs> I don't feel comfortable with Syracuse 10 against anybody. I also don't think they're that much better at home than they are on the road. I think they might be better on the road. Yeah. They've only lost agree. one road team game they've, this year. They've lost three games at home this year, only once on the road. Man. I'll, I'll go with Boston College. Give me Jim Christian. Yeah, double digits is too much, but not by that many. I mean, Syracuse is probably going to win the game, but double digits is too much. Syracuse kind of sucks. Well, once again, you back me into a corner. <laughs> I think Syracuse blows them out. Blows them out. Yeah, yeah that's the first thing <laughs> I think They blow of. them out by 11 points? Give me Syracuse. Yeah, yeah let me think of... <laughs> They're uh, trying to get to that net rating, so 10-point yeah, win. sweet, smooth game of O'Shea Brissett, Frank oh, Howard, and Tyson. Can we Powell. bring up this? This set Twitter ablaze, college basketball Twitter, the only you know faction that matters. Is there any right. other... Was that Buzz did not foul yesterday. That's right. Because... He was only down eight, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And then some of the <laughs> the stat men, not Cody Statman, but you know the stat men, got out and about nice. and said, "Well, actually, you know, he was wrong there because you know the the committee is only factoring in if you're on the uh, positive side of net wins, and it doesn't matter if you're on the negative side of it." And I was like, "What?" I was very confused, but hmm. anyway. Just in- interesting so it's good to fact. hear that that factor is is playing. You know, that, it's like it's like the about. SAT. You might as well guess because you don't take yeah, away points exactly. for missing a question. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, look at the information I, I that's am flowing out of this podcast. I am right surprised now. that he admitted that publicly. Buzz doesn't have a filter. I'm very surprised that he actually said like, "Yeah, it was just I knew we were going to lose, but I just didn't want to foul to make it look like I was trying to win because." 
I knew it would hurt our net rating. Well, Leonard won't foul down four, so, I mean, you know. Different problem. I mean, the net is going to be what dictates the seed that he gets. So yeah. it's got to be it's got to be a factor. Yeah, I like it. you gotta, you got to think about it. Virginia Tech, speaking of, they're going to be at Clemson for a noon tip-off. Three-point favorite, Virginia Tech. I'll take the Hokies here. They get this win. They're I'll, a perfect matchup against Clemson. I'll take Tech as well. You think Justin is Justin going to play? Doesn't no. He's not. He's out. I'm assuming he won't. He's they, out indefinitely. I would count him out for this one. Look at yourself. I, I Look just, at yourself. I know. You're trying Sh- to get Sheldon cute. Mitchell's just been so bad for Clemson. If he were any better, I would love to take Clemson. <laughs> but he's been so bad. He doesn't allow Marquise Reed to play off the ball at all. Um, I'll go with Virginia Tech just because I like Walker. Oh, I like we got a con- right now. We got a consensus. Gosh. That means, I mean, Clemson's a shoe-in. Yeah. <laughs> NC line. State at Pitt. The Wolfpack two-point favorites. No, well, we don't have to do this. Just pick a quick one. NC State. This is the one they get it back. I agree, yeah. Pitt has to win one eventually. Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> and right. then finally, North Carolina-Miami. It's going to be way too high. What? Let's not do this. Do we have to do it? Yeah. North Carolina-Miami. Oh, you're doing the Greg Peterson on me right now, aren't you? What is it? To- yeah. You have to pick every game, including Colgate. (laughs) Do Colgate's legit? No, I'm just kidding. I thought they were legit at the beginning of the year. turns out Lehigh's legit. It it looks like it's going to be 19 points. Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's not enough. UNC 19-point favorites. It's not enough. Look at this North Carolina team. How many did they finish with? Um, Let's see. Is is it over? It's got to be over. I'm close. My computer just froze. Fill time, Taylor. Give me Miami. 113.96. So I guess they didn't beat NC State by 20, but they did score 113 points in regulation. Yeah, and I can't see Miami ever scoring more than 65, so I'm going with uh, North Carolina. Let me tell you why Miami's going to win this game. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Likes is a better point guard than Kobe White. Whatever, I said it. Uh, Give me Miami. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, good, good. That's that's gonna that's gonna pay huge dividends for you. I'm really happy. All right, oh. and let's go out of the conference and, and pick a few just for fun. All right, we got time. Okay, yeah, yeah. at the 45 minute mark. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Wow, I know things about. We basketball. really kept it tight this week. We're missing Guthrie's vibrant activity. Mm. That's what's missing. That's why we haven't hit an hour. 35 yet. seconds of long pauses. Mm. Guthrie voice. <laughs> that was not ideal. <laughs> not ideal. Guthrie, man, yeah, I tell you, he's the he gets he's around. the straw that stirs. He, the he, he's the soul of this podcast, that's for sure. Wherever you are, Guthrie, yeah. Well, he lives a more we vibrant lifestyle than all of us combined, I think. Yeah, right. Is that true? Yeah, the man's in Hawaii celebrating a Lunar New Year now. Yeah, you know, he's very cultured. You're watching Colgate and Lehigh. I'm sweating out this nonsense between Kansas State and Kansas, Those and then the Taylor's uh, he's being a dad. Yeah. Not that you're not a dad, Mike. Because yeah, right. you're a dad, too. <laughs> no, no, no. I, you're right. You're right in the way that you described it. Taylor is a dad. I'm a guy watching college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're getting close to Cinderella time. You're going to turn into a yeah. pumpkin right after the tournament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know. I would see my wife your, in like 17 days. Yeah, get like, your ball <laughs> shoes on. You're about to go to the dance very soon. Uh, exactly. Exactly. That's all I care about, man. I got my house booked for 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 Vegas, for, uh, for March Madness. I'm just... I'm ready. I'm just like starting to nestle. My house. Aren't we invited to the house? Well, I mean, it's still my house. 
But we're invited, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're invited, okay, but good. maybe I'll be walking around naked from time to time. That, oh, these, are right. just, these are just things that we have to accept. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I need to feel comfortable. Do you know how to make an espresso? In my profession, you have to go to locker rooms frequently, so it's, ah, you know... Yes. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Anyway, we got really sidetracked. Oh, I you thought, know, were we do you remember talk how we got Fresno some State? graphic artists on, on fans to do a pirate ship for us? Maybe we could oh, yeah. do like Mike is Cinderella, you know? Oh, About to go to the great. dance. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. How about that? Oh, man, yeah. Just that, full of ideas today. You, you're, really, you're really, your creative juices are flowing. Man. Well, yeah, let's go out of conference briefly since we do have time. That's where I was trying to get back to. Okay, Because sure. there's some interesting stuff happening Saturday. We have the rematch between Wisconsin and Michigan, this time in Ann Arbor. So that'll start the day at noon, much like it did start the day a couple weeks ago on January nineteenth when Duke and Virginia were playing at six. So it's you know you know it's all happening. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah, right, right, right. So does Michigan win this one, and what does that affect? You know, the later outcomes. I don't know. Yeah, dude, I can't. I can't see Wisconsin. Wisconsin taking this one. I. I don't know. I. I just think that. I mean, Michigan's been too good, too consistent. Um, you know, I. you know, everybody, Ethan Happ is, I guess, right now, Ken Palm's player of the year. Um, you know, I, I think that... No, Williamson's his player of the year. Oh, is it now yeah. Zion? Mm-hmm. Uh, see, it was Ethan, like, earlier in the week. Um, I think that, you know, Michigan, the Michigan team is too well-rounded for me. And they, And what they can do defensively, I just, I don't know, I just don't like it. It's too... It's too much of a, a game that Michigan Michigan can control consistently. So the Iowa loss like felt it. like two losses to me for some reason, but <laughs> well, they're only they're still twenty one and two. It was surprising, darn impressive, so. impressive for Iowa. Yeah. Say that. Yeah, you were so down on Iowa like two weeks ago. Do you remember that? Luke? No, I was down on Purdue, and then they rallied. Oh, Purdue, right? Yeah, they I came get back those and Midwest teams confused. I did too. <laughs> anyway, here's a really interesting one. If you're into the Big East, which none of us really oh, are, oh, get off the Big East train. Whoever's on it, get the hell off of it. The oh, Big East is. Would you like awful. to expand here, dude? Well, I mean, people, t- I heard someone t- say that the Big East is a five bid conference this year. Are you kidding me? The SoCon is a too big league. The SoCon <laughs> is a too big league, damn it. Do not give five bids to the Big East. I mean, just put Villanova and Marquette in there and move on with your life. You know, I mean, Creighton has some decent wins. They don't have any bad losses. St. John's is going to get in. Oh, St. John's, St. Just, John's. just got a, the, the second Marquette win, so they sweep the Golden Eagles. Uh, Can you believe that? Oh. Uh, that's St. John's. It's going to be St. John's as long as they win like a few more games. Uh, Actually, the, I don't really mind if St. John's gets in, but the rest of them are terrible. I just, I just think that. I mean, Creighton, Creighton's okay, but I mean, no, I don't Creighton's th- not okay. I don't They're think, not good. I don't think Georgetown should be in Butler. No. Seton Hall. I mean, Seton Hall had like some really impressive wins None out of, of conference. These teams are good. Like somebody told me, Providence was going to get in. Providence. The problem with all these Big East teams I mean, is Providence it, beat what Siena, Iona. They beat South Carolina, which people who well, people like, the, but they're not even a top 100. The so difference team. between the wins and lot, like who they beat at this point in the season, if you only have like 12 or 13 wins, which all these teams you're talking about do, you're gonna max out probably at like what 18 or 19 wins. Right. You gotta hit. You gotta hit 20 at least. I think really... you have to go with Wofford and UNCG. I'm with Mike. Dude, I actually yeah. agree with him. Yeah, I even love ETSU. I think ETSU wins the tournament, but I think you got to get Wofford in there. I, I worry that Wofford's not going to win the tournament. That's my concern. I think ETSU wins the tournament, and I think that Wofford wins the regular season. So anyways, mm. SoCon, two-bid league. I'm going to say it every podcast from now until March. I think Furman deserves a bid. 
No, they don't. Not yet. <sighs> I mean, they're they're only one and a half game back from East Tennessee State. I mean, so. I still think that that buzzer beater against uh, Loyola was the best. Might be my player of the year, but well. Marquette and Villanova. Back to the Big East. I like Villanova here. <laughs> I think, five mid league. I think Marquette's been a little bit shady. Shadier than we think. Really? Oh, you mean like shaky or like Yeah, shady? shaky and shady. Okay, <laughs> all things. Yes, look at their margin of victory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just kind of like squeak by. And I remember, you remember watching that. I, You know what? This is, this is uh, we need a side segment called Luke's Bad Blood. <sighs> Because the last time we were in Charlestown was the Wisconsin-Marquette game. And that was, what, a single or double overtime game. And everybody was on Wisconsin except for me. And I had to quietly just, like, kind of sit at the bar and be very happy. And I was like, oh, guys, 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 I'm going to go. I'm going to go, go get back off you. Of I'm going to yeah. go get off the bet. I'll go bet Wisconsin. You just tripled I'll down. pay the big. And I just, like, laid it down on Marquette. <laughs> That was so great. I'm not laughing as hard as either of you guys. <laughs> I, don't, so I don't find it as funny. That was so great. Anyway, so See, I, uh, but I'm also, I mean, like you also did the same thing for Pitt. You like, going back for Pitt Moneyline against West Virginia. I did, yeah. <laughs> well, I we all believed in Pitt to the end against West Virginia. Your trips are that. so good. Yeah, they're so You've good. You've got to find when Mike is on. You've got to find these moments. Yeah. And you've got to ride it with him. Yeah, there are there are moments. There are moments. Anyway. So take Villanova here. Yeah, I would. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, why not? I'm glad we kind of went on to conferences. I think the Big 12 is not good. I don't think that's a good league at all. Mm. Mm. I you mean, heard it. It's you hard, heard me say it. It's hard for me to tell right now. I mean, they they beat up on each other so much. And, you know, I, like, really love teams like Oklahoma, for instance, right? And Oklahoma, like, the te- the wheels have, like, totally fallen well, off I in mean, Big the 12 The te- team that lost by 30 to Baylor at home. Yeah, right, right, right. So they lose. Which they lose Baylor by- has been Yeah, Baylor's hot. been on fire. Yeah, but, you know, been. then they lose by one against Iowa State. You know, they could have well, Iowa State is a great, game, great team, too. Iowa State is a great team. Um, so I, I'm not saying good. Putrid, I'm just saying I, I think the SEC is stronger, and I also think that the Big Ten is stronger. And the ACC is stronger. Well, obviously. Right. I mean, but right now, if you were to go into Ken Palm, he would have the Big 12 ranked number two overall in wow. strength of conference. Well, big, big Ten is number one. The Big 12 Ooh. also only has 10 teams, right? So there's no, there's nobody from, like, the bottom of the ACC. There's no, like, you know, Pitt, BC, D- you know, Wake Forest down there at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, take them and add four teams. That yeah, see, are, I, I read conferences yeah. a little bit differently than everybody else does. I feel like your strongest teams are, are what determines the strength of the conference. Yeah, I get that. I, I think Virginia Tech could easily win the Big 12 if they were in it. Yeah, I, I think like Louisville that. could win the Big 12. I like that. I think see, Virginia, that's the thing. That's Duke, thing. You are crazy. There's no chance that either of them would win the Big 12. I, I feel what? like the, Why not? I mean, there's a Why? chance, but I'm just saying. What are you talking about? So casually toss off, I feel like they would win. They could. I feel like the Big Twelve is super inconsistent. Like that is that seems to me to be a very inconsistent league. Whereas no. the ACC seems to be very consistent. I want to hear what Taylor has to say. I mean, you have to back up this claim that no. there's no way. Louisville I, 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 there's, you need to back up this claim. There's a way that they could win. I mean, it's possible, but I think for you to say, like, oh, they would automatically win is wrong. Uh, I mean, Iowa State is a well, great okay. team. Louisville's ahead of Kansas and Ken Palm. Just throwing sure. that out there. Kansas is like fourth or fifth in the Big 12 right now. They're not the best team. Well, okay. Let's look at teams in the Big 12 who are ahead of Louisville. We have Iowa State. They are ahead. And 
That's it. By one slot. Oh, in Ken Palm, you're saying? Yeah. What does the net ranking say? Yeah, what's no, the net ranking? Sure, I, I, I mean, I don't know. You wonder how like a team like Texas Virginia Tech, Tech is ahead of in the ACC. Yeah, That's Virginia Tech's ahead of every Big Twelve team in adjusted efficiency. Okay. I, I think Virginia is ahead of everyone because they're number one. That's different. Duke's ahead of everyone because they're number one. North Carolina is ahead of every Big Twelve team. Okay, what am I missing I, here? I just think that you are that that league is much more of a grind in the sense that there are fewer gimme games in the ACC. There's still gimme games in the Big Twelve. What are you, are you serious? There's still gimme games, but I I guess I think that you you toss it off too lightly. It wouldn't be as oh, easy. Okay, I just gotta go to Texas A&M today. It's gonna be bad. Well, that's SEC. Actually. It's in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still. I'm, I'm Texas back in the Tech. Days. No, I mean, Texas Tech stuff. The 16th team in Ken Palm. Also, your West Virginia's a gimme game. 15. Oklahoma State's a gimme game. I don't know. I, I mean, don't Oklahoma know, man. State no, all these is, teams are tough wins. You're talking about Kansas State is trash, in my opinion. But they're, they're leading the league. Yeah, they're like second in the league. Yeah, no, they're leading it. Are they? They're, 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 they're Tyler Baylor, two, second yeah. behind Baylor. Yeah. Anyways, but I think they're, they're also trash. Lead, they're leading Kansas right now. Are they beating Kansas? And they better they better win. Ooh. Yeah, Kansas is just Kansas State's trash though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think they Kansas are. is overrated. Super I think it's just unfair to like throw out this like uh they would win uh, whatever. That's farcical. They they would compete. They would compete, sure. But that's the thing. I mean, anybody can compete. Mm. We will not mention the Pac-12 in this podcast. No, yeah. It is not worth even bringing up. It's a one-bid league. I agree. It's a one-bid league. <laughs> I mean, even the tournament the, champion. If they get in two, if, like, if it's Arizona and like UCLA, oh, God. Are you going to pick it somewhere? Yeah. I mean, if Wofford doesn't get in and freaking Arizona or UCLA yeah. gets in. Arizona State. Oh, Arizona State? Are you kidding me? Arizona State? It's going to be Arizona State. Don't you know they're coached by Bobby Hurley? What was the last time Arizona State won? Oh, my God. They beat Arizona in overtime last Thursday. I like this branching out. We need to do more of this as we approach March. We don't have too many pods to go until we're going to be there. You know that. Yeah. Only got a couple more. It's only like six six or seven weeks, right? I was looking at my calendar the other day. I was planning the menu. You know, I'll be cooking. When we're all together. Oh, really? Yes. Are you going to do that clothed or just in April? <laughs> just in April. No. <laughs> you got to have something on because the grease will splatter. And it yeah, can get strap it in April. No, I only cook with sous vide, so there's never a uh, never bunch of a splatter. Well. <laughs> so you don't even need the apron, really. <laughs> yeah, you can put me in a bath at 140 degrees and see how I come out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guthrie when we need him. Uh, medium rare. Pull us back together. Yeah. yeah you can Guthrie. contact uh, the podcast on Twitter. We are at ACC Bball DJs. You could also email the podcast. Taylor. Somehow, someway. ACC Bball DJs at Gmail. I'm trying to be a point guard and give some assist out yeah, here. And me. you can also subscribe. Yes. Right? I don't know where. You don't know how. I assume however, however you listen to this, just whatever, hit the button. Whatever your podcast platform of choice is, hit the subscribe button. Mike has no need for subscribers. Yeah, I don't need subscribers. I don't need advertisers. I just need you guys in this yeah, room. All he's here is to bounce ideas line. off. He's, yeah, he's yeah. a mad scientist. He just needs somebody to you know, bounce off of yeah. so he can come up with these series for March. That's really the only reason you're here. Yeah, but really, it's just good, it's good to have someone to we talk to. We finally figured it out. But really, the best way we find new listeners is people telling their friends, word of mouth. So tell a friend. Hmm. I think that's the, the biggest plug we have. Or a coworker. 
Or don't. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> what, a, what a pitch. I'll still be here. I'll still be here recording till the end of time. <laughs>